0: What's up, mortals? This is Awesome Myths and Monsters. I'm your host, Phil. So listen up, because I'm here to learn you a thing or two. Okay, so Today I'm going to tell a story of how Horus became king of the gods by making his own salad dressing. The story starts out, Osiris is king of the gods after inheriting it from his father, Geb. Osiris is, for all intents and purposes, a pretty good king. The gods like him, the mortals worship him. He's doing his thing. His brother, Set, disagrees. Set is the god of the desert, and darkness, chaos, possibly evil. Nobody thought to second-guess this guy. He also has a really weird head. Now, Egyptian gods in general have the bodies of humans, but the heads of animals. But Set's animal was this crazy aardvark-donkey-jackal hybrid. Set just wants to be king, so he resorts to what all evil brothers do when they want to be king. They kill their brother and take the throne for themselves. But Set, being an overachiever, doesn't just kill Horus. Also chops him up into little pieces and scours the pieces across Egypt, then declares himself king. Osiris's wife, Isis, who is also his sister, is all like, Nope, not my man. And she goes and finds all the pieces, rounds them up, and sews them into a Frankenstein husband. Except she can't find his most important piece, his donga. Apparently, it was eaten by a fish, which would explain why Egyptians had such a taboo about eating fish. None of them wanted the dick fish. Whole society people. Survived in the desert because of the river, didn't want to eat fish because of the slim chance of getting one with Osiris' junk in it. So she uses magic to craft him a golden willy and bring him back to something resembling life. Really, the golden penis is the important part. Osiris uses his new and improved junk to impregnate his sister wife and then fucks off to the underworld for some reason. Isis gives birth to Horus, which then gives us a classic case of brother kills brother for the throne... Now nephew has to rise up against his murdering uncle to get his kingdom back. It's Basically, a way better version of Hamlet, or a way shittier version of the Lion King. Horus reaches adulthood, bes- despite Set trying to kill him a whole bunch of times, and finally lays his claim to the throne. council of gods who make these decisions are undecided about who should be king. Do so we pick the one who claims the throne by birth or by murder? Who knows how about several contests? So they go back and forth with these contests for years, constantly vying to be king. One time they turn into hippos and wrestle in the river, as Set's about to swanton bomb Horus. His mother Isis steps in to help and throws a spear, which ends up hitting Horus instead of Seth. Horus reacts totally rationally by throwing a tantrum and cutting his mother's head off. And suddenly it makes a little bit more sense why the council can't choose between the two. They're both pretty terrible. In order to save Isis, Thoth, who is the god of wisdom, with all of his wisdom, can reattach severed heads, which is great, and then decides, with all of his wisdom, not to use Isis's goddess head, but instead attaches the head of a cow to her body, because of wisdom. Another contest is a boat race, where Set builds his boat out of rocks, and it turns out exactly how you think a boat made of rocks would turn out. Horus wins the race, and Set sinks to the bottom of the river, you know, like a rock. The council is still undecided. They're all like, yeah, Horace understands that rocks sink, but Set was better at hippo wrestling, and both are equally important traits to have in a ruler. What happens next? I'm not sure if Set had a plan, or it was just his rampant sexuality taking over, but he goes to Horace, hey, nephew, what if we had sex? And Horace is all like, don't threaten me with a good time. So they do it in the butt. As Set goes to finish, Horus. Horace, with some crazy sleight of hand and butthole magic, manages to catch Set's seed in his palm instead of in his colon. Set leaves all satisfied, and Horace just yeets his man milk into the river. Now, I'd like to believe that Horace washed his hands after, but I sincerely doubt it. Horace then takes this opportunity to go over to Set's lettuce patch and tug himself off, coating the lettuce in his very own ranch dressing. I have to stop the story here for two things. Firstly, I have to explain this lettuce. Because it isn't a crisp iceberg lettuce or deadly romaine lettuce, this is Egyptian cock-shaped lettuce. And secondly, Set loves lettuce. Like, he eats this shit every day, breakfast, lunch, dinner. In fact, the most serial killer thing about him is how much he loves lettuce. Like, what psychopath decides that lettuce is their favorite food? So to continue, as usual, Set goes to his lettuce patch and gobbles gobbles it all down None the wiser to the new secret ingredient. Next day, Seth's walking around. He's strutting his stuff. He's bragging to the other guards about how much of a man he is because he had sex with his nephew. He claims he deserves to be king on the basis that he filled Horace's butt full of love. Council is all like, of course. We don't know why we bothered with all these contests when we were just going to pick the rapiest in the land. Horace shows up and is all like, nah, guys, he's lying. Not about the sex part. That totally happened. But I was the top and he was the bottom. That means I get to be king, and he can be queen, or whatever. Two of them start arguing to settle this. The council decides to just summon the jizz, because that's a thing that they can do. They call Set's jizz, and it comes from the river, and everybody is like, hmm, that's suspiciously not Horus's butt. And then they all call Horus's jizz, and it comes erupting from Set's forehead in the shape of a golden disc. Thoth, who I cannot stress enough, is the god of wisdom decides that this jizz disc would make a real spiffy hat so he puts it on his head if you ever see depictions of Thoth, he usually has a golden disc above his head just know that it's made out of semen everyone decides that horus is the rapiest and gets to be king of the gods and set is left wondering how heavy of a sleeper he is now unlike other historians i ask the real questions is summoning jizz something that all Egyptian gods can do? Was there a god of jizz summoning that fell into obscurity because summoning jiz wasn't a huge part of Egyptian everyday life? These are the questions that historians can't answer, and they're embarrassed by it. If you go into a museum and start screaming, Tell me about the jizz! They'll be so embarrassed by their lack of knowledge on the subject, they'll ask you to leave. Be warned. They'll try to trick you and confuse you with phrases like, Sir, where are your pants? Or, Sir, this is a Starbucks. But don't be dissuaded. Always ask questions, and always look for answers.